Hey there, this is Pam Perry. So today we're going to talk about all things marketing, but specifically three areas that my guest really talks about dominating in order to have effective marketing. So I'll bring up Andrea Patrick right after this, read you a little bit about who she is, just so that you know who this young lady is. She is one of, she's one of the most passionate people you'll ever meet. She's a marketing and personal brand expert, as well as a rounded approach, creating content, clear and consistent and efficient brand strategy. She prides herself in helping clients gain the attention, including uh, conversations, engagement. Uh, she's got a background in marketing, obviously. She's got a cosmetology uh, license and also dabbles in a little bit of the wardrobe and fashion styling and years of experience in putting together really authentic brand experiences. So you'll hear a little bit about her personal uh, experience that she's had where she discovered um, the process of really how to authentically navigate your personal brand. So I'll bring her up right after this and we'll talk with Andrea Patrick. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So I'm going to bring up Andrea Patrick. How are you? Thank you for joining us today. Oh, good, good. And I forgot to mention also, too, that she has some books as well. And so her book, two books, actually, one book is called Be the Brand, A New and Organic Approach to Personal Branding. That's one. And the other one is the BTB Business Journal. She also has a podcast, which is what we're going to talk about today. Podcasting seems to be the rave. So her podcast, uh, she's been doing, I guess she's over, she'll tell you how many exposes she has, but it's called The CEO Mindset. And she also has a YouTube channel called The Andrea Patrick Official and also multiple courses. So that's a little bit about Andrea. Uh, so how does a person with a cosmetology degree in fashion and wardrobe styling get into this whole internet digital space of podcasting? Well, first, let me thank you for having me on the show. And it's quite simple, really, and something that I teach people as well. Your passion really does um, provide an avenue towards your per your purpose. And I started off with a marketing degree. I've always enjoyed um, helping people with strategies to really be seen. And so I um, loved hair and makeup and fashion and all of that. And when you really whittle down everything that I loved, it boiled down to I liked making people and businesses look and feel their best. Mm. And so when you look at it from that lens or through that lens, you can very clearly see the connection between personal branding, how I'm helping people to leverage who they are across every avenue of their life to find the intersection between their personal life and their business life. And the idea of looking your best with your hair and your makeup and looking your best with your clothing, clothing because we do these things to attract the, the energy that we want for us. So whether it's personal or it's business, that's kind of how it all connects it. 
And so when we were at the very beginning, before the internet really got to be the point where I guess you would say it's kind of like in teenage years now, I guess you would say, before <laughs> right. like the beginning it was infant, toddler, now we're in teenagers. So when someone was really, I know for me personally, Andrea, so I would post something on Facebook or Instagram, and it would just be a picture, like a picture mm-hmm. of whatever. But now it is so, everything is so... Uh, precise and you have to have the right aesthetics and and someone who's putting out a video even now you know I'm doing StreamYard right and I've got this overlay and all of this and I've got this background you just can't have a crunchy background anymore it has taken people almost to the point where they're so confused or or either just real scared and they feel like I'm not a creative I'm not a content creator I'm just a subject matter expert how do they pull all these pieces together the right podcast the right book you you obviously know design and and marketing so how does that fit in with someone just starting out well the truth is it's really about tapping into who you are and what you need to do and be your best and i really like this area because it's about creating a solid foundation for your business a lot of people like to start off um, when they talk about marketing they talk, start off talking about their websites or a logo or what colors they want to use or what social media platform they want to be on. And all those things are important. But before you can get to that, you really need to understand you, your dynamic. Mm-hmm. How can you set up appropriate systems and processes? How can you determine how you want people to show up for you and how you want to show up for people? And so when you're looking at marketing from, again, through that lens, what you're seeing is, okay, I don't like, maybe you don't like video, right? So maybe you say, I don't want to be on YouTube because I don't, I'm not comfortable on camera. But that doesn't mean you don't have to be on YouTube. It just means maybe you'll do presentations or PowerPoints to showcase your, your, your content. Or maybe you will put other people on camera for you. It's a matter of knowing who you are and what you need to to do and be your best to determine how and where you'll show up for your marketing. And so that's how it it becomes a lot easier to decide, like, where am I going to be on social media? How do I want what pictures do I want to use? Again, like you said, um, we're in an age of authenticity and organic marketing. Mm -hmm. People don't want to know anything about your logo. Again, you've heard that saying, people don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? Mm -hmm. So that means we have to really dive into why it is we really do care and how we connect to our audience. And that makes things a lot easier when determining where to show up on social media. There are so many marketing avenues that people can choose. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, uh, blogging was easy because journalism was my background. So Mm -hmm. I, I didn't mind blogging at been blogging for 20 years, right? I love writing. When I first started, though, when blogging first came out, I didn't know what to blog and (laughs) I did it wrong. I was putting up press releases. At that point, it was like, no one wants a press release on your blog. I didn't realize later that people wanted on my blog, they wanted people who were coming to the blog wanted to know about PR and marketing. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to read the press release. The press release was for the media, not for the audience of the blog. So anyway, so I got that wrong. Finally got it straightened out, right? Uh, that was okay. Then it became where I wasn't really, uh, I guess, podcasting. I started with Block Talk Radio. I think that's probably where we met maybe two years ago on Block Talk Radio. That was like a first platform. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. It's been so long. I've known you for so long. I feel like I, 
I don't even remember where it started. I think it was around that time. It was like 2008, 9, 10 or something oh like goodness. that. Like, like 2010, I would call it like the, teen, the the toddler years of the internet, so to speak, you know, and then it finally got into the, the, the teenage years where we are right now. <laughs> and so the blog talk radio was something I didn't mind doing. I actually loved that. And I probably had hundreds and hundreds of shows, but it was totally wrong. I will not recommend that if you really want to save your content on blog talk radio. So anyway, that's a whole nother thing. And then the other thing that video, people were really just getting into video and I didn't mind doing video because what I was actually sharing was showing media training tips on television of like how they should show up. So obviously that was easy for me. But then I found that then I started working with clients, Andrea, and they were like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I'm thinking like, okay, but this is how we're going to get your content out there. And so you have picked three areas or four areas, I guess you would say, that you really dominate and explain how and why you picked your areas in terms of your um, marketing for your for your company. Do you mean my my content, like my brand heritage, my brand? Is that what we're talking about? Well, you, you really just said I'm focusing on podcasts, the YouTube, and um, it was another area that I think I was reading that you said, you oh. know, you could do all the things. But it's oh, like, OK, yeah. So, yeah, I focus primarily on my podcast and my YouTube channel for my hero content. If we're going to talk about like the main content that I push out. Yes, yes. I also like to do Pinterest. And I use Instagram, but I use Pinterest. And I think it's important to note here that Pinterest and YouTube are search engines. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to be sharing like service-based content, educational-based content, content that people are looking for, like they're actually actively going on their computer searching how-tos and the whys, then YouTube is definitely the platform to be on. And so is Pinterest because people are going to those platforms and typing in the sentence, how-to. Yes. Yes. You know, and so you want to go on there with your content answering those questions. And so because I am a service based, a service based business and I am teaching people how to create a solid foundation for their business so that they can find that intersection between personal and business to have the quality of life they're looking for. Those are two main um, areas that I look at to be on mm -hmm. now for um, Instagram, that is a wonderful place to engage in real time with people. So from my podcast, I can push you to my Instagram and say, hey, if you want to talk about this right now, you know, hop over on Instagram, follow me at AF Patrick, ding, ding, follow me at AF Patrick, and you can hop in my DMs and let's have a conversation. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I really think that having those areas those different types of content and the, the delivery or distribution of the content is important to think about mm -hmm. and one of the things too that i think that when someone you mentioned pinterest so people was like i'm not really crafty i don't really do pinterest and that kind of thing but the thing of it is is that uh if you're doing something like that um you can pin it you can pin videos from youtube but you said on pinterest so explain a little bit about i think pinterest has something new um that they're doing right now in terms of i want to say shorts or short short form video on pinterest well right you can do idea pins is what they're called i think is what you're talking about and you can put up just like a short on youtube or a story or actually a reel on instagram you can put up that same type of content on Pinterest. But here's another thing that you don't want to sleep on with Pinterest. Pinterest has communities like Facebook, and you can jump in those communities with your content when you publish or you, you share um, some, some images. And 
it just grows your exposure exponentially. I can, I mean, you can go from having, you know, very few followers or impressions in a month to like four or 5,000 like that, just by posting your content in those communities. And you can go in and pick the various communities that you want to be in as it relates to your industry. So Pinterest is, I mean, there is a lot involved in Pinterest. It is. And I think people sleep on uh, the ones that people aren't really talking about. I mean, obviously people are talking about TikTok and they're talking about Instagram reels and, and, uh, you know, those kind of podcasting definitely is, is one video podcast, especially, but LinkedIn is one of my favorites. And so is um, Pinterest. I love Pinterest, but I don't engage there, but I do, I look at it, you know, I have like 33,000 views for the month. Right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not really active there. And it's not like people say, Oh, I'm, you know, I follow you on Pinterest and I, I never have anybody say, Oh, I saw you on Pinterest. They will say, I saw you on Facebook. But Facebook is about face. So they, they mm-hmm. obviously they look at faces. But Pinterest is the one that I really want people to really look at more mm-hmm. uh, as well. And then also the Instagram. So Instagram is changing. And I just saw that they are doing something new, Andrea. It's um, communities or subscribers mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So now you want all my time. And so what's this? Do you know about what the subscriber thing is on Instagram now? Um, have you, are you talking about like different um, profiles and they'll have their own community and you can subscribe to their. Yes. And so people, it's like a membership community. It is. It is like a membership community, but they're doing that on YouTube as well. Oh, they okay. have that on YouTube as well, where people can, they, um, they were calling them Patreons. Yes. Um, and I think they may have Patreon still, but I saw recently that you can act there actually um, promoting communities and membership base where they do extra videos inside their community and they're adding added, they're doing added value inside the communities as well. Um, just providing more content. I'll just say this in terms of social media. I think your very first focus should be your hero content, whether it's going to be video or it's going to be a podcast or it's going to be a blog either Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or a combination. I do a combination. Mm -hmm. I actually have all three. I have a blog, I have a podcast and I have a YouTube channel. Um, But the, the, the first thing I think that we need to consider is what that content is going to be. And then we can determine how we want to distribute that content. And it's very important. I mean, it, I mean, it just, it hangs up some of the best marketers this um, idea of content distribution, because you have to think about everything from, do you want to pay or not pay? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, I just don't want to pay for ads. I, I struggle with paying for ads. I feel like I can do a lot organically. And that's, I teach a lot of people about organic ads, but I also, you know, understand paid ads as well. But in order to pay for ads and not waste your money, you really need to know where your audience is going to be. Yes. And you need to have a message that is articulate enough for them to be attracted to it in the first place and want to connect with it. Otherwise, you're wasting money, even if you get in front of the right people. If they're not attracted to the message, they're not going to click, you know, and so mm-hmm. then you could waste money. So I advise to really get clear on your message first and yeah. that hero content then decide where you want to distribute it. Start distributing distributing it organically first and develop that following and that engagement. And then you know that the people that you want to pay for an ad to reach will be interested in it. You know, So I just think that there is a, a, an approach to paid ads that takes a little while to get to. It does. It does. And one of the things that I really like recently uh, because of the intimacy is Clubhouse. So Clubhouse oh, nice. is a way where people can take their podcast 
well, they can take their clubhouse and turn it into a podcast. Mm-hmm. So I have a client that does that. You can download the clubhouse recording and turn it into a podcast with some proper editing and actually do it that way. And I'm like, that's a great way because if people are overwhelmed with, I don't know how to really take it. Cause obviously this, this show that we're doing right now can be a podcast. It's a video it's live on Facebook and it's in the national association of black podcasters group and on YouTube and LinkedIn. But the thing of it is that it's also a podcast. So it goes to like, you know, all the major podcast directories. So I always want people to feel like don't get overwhelmed. Primarily the reason why I do this show is so that people can know how to get out there and get known. Obviously the main thing is about marketing, but digital marketing is so it's a beast. It's a beast. It's scary people that aren't familiar with it. And uh, I know you have something called Boss Talk. So tell us about Boss Talk as well, because I was looking at that. I was like, oh, my goodness, I've got to ask Andrea, what is Boss Talk? Well, I'm going to have to have you on, actually, because I started this a couple of weeks ago. I actually have transitioned this several different times because I'm one of the things about marketing that I part of the CEO Mindset podcast is about teaching people to consistently evolve or constantly evolve and be open to failure, failure and to fail fast. And I'm mentioning that because the boss talk has had several different iterations. Um, And recently, most recently, um, the last two, I wanted to do Instagram lives where I brought people on, much like what you're doing now, experts in their industry um, to have real live conversations about what's going on. And I I reached out to people and I thought about it for a minute and it just became so, um, I don't know. It was just another thing to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I decided, I, well, I, I don't really want to. Listen, I personally don't like Instagram live just because I don't like how we would be stacked on, on top, top of, of each other. other. I like a side by side. I hear that they're going to change it. Well, you but can I do like it, it so that they're like, like four in a group. I mean, I've seen that before, but yeah. I changed my mind about that because again, it was about having to schedule people. It was just another thing to do. And I, and I have a podcast. I have a video. I mean, I have those platforms where I can interview people. So I, I decided to create um, the Boss Talk Coffee and Conversation. Oh, okay. And so what I did was I go live on Facebook, I mean, on Instagram every morning between 8 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Just okay. pop on. And I just talk about the conversation. I have my coffee. I haven't had my makeup done or anything. I'm just like getting up for the day. But it's just a general conversation between bosses about what happened the day before or what's going to be happening that day. And then I may pose a question at the end of the of the interview or as the live, and I send you over to a forum on my website. Ah, and that's okay. where we can continue the discussion. And it's a safe place, you okay. know, where we can uh, talk about things. We can ask questions. We can, you know, get advice, all kinds of things like that. And so it turned into that. The boss talk turned into me coming on coffee and conversation casual live mm-hmm. on Instagram and then a really boss conversation over on my website. I like that. I like having ownership of it on your website versus Facebook group. Facebook groups, you know I was gonna say it because you know how we feel about the Facebook groups. And Facebook <laughs> groups are I don't know. I, well, I get I'll say this about Facebook groups. Hundreds of them and I and I feel bad because people always ask me to join. Yeah. And I do join, but I'm not gonna be active. You're not gonna be active. Facebook. Let me tell you my thoughts on Facebook groups and Twitter. Another one. Okay. And then I want to tell you about spaces too. Clubhouse. Say again. They have Twitter spaces too. Remember that. I know. Okay. So here's the thing with Facebook and Twitter. They are great places to do research. 
Mm-hmm. Twitter is amazing for being a voyeur and, and find, finding those people that you want to follow and or the customers, the clients, the ideal client that you want, following them, seeing what they're talking about, who they're going to for information. I love Twitter to, to do recon. Research. Yeah. I also love Twitter. I mean, I also love Facebook groups to do recon and build credibility because you can go inside those Facebook groups and answer people's questions. Yes. You can take polls. You can really set yourself up as an expert in your industry just by and, participating a few times a day. And LinkedIn groups too. I like LinkedIn, LinkedIn groups too. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn groups too. Um, they are really good for research. And so I don't discount them for as, as, as platforms to use. It's just how you use them. I think I'm not a big, like I post my podcast on Facebook and I paste it, you know, I post it in, you know, but I'm not like active in all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I think that, uh, using those platforms in that way is another way to look at them that can make, that can sort of optimize your marketing strategy. Now I will say for Clubhouse too, you have to be, now Clubhouse is awesome if you have time to spend on Clubhouse. You have to have time to spend on Clubhouse. And now you have, I will tell you. I'm telling you, if you have clients that you are serving, you don't have time. No. I remember one time someone asked me to be on a clubhouse and I said, sure, come on clubhouse. And I came on clubhouse and it was like two hours and Mm -hmm. they hadn't gotten to me and I was like ready to hit somebody. I Mm -hmm. said, you know what? I can't, I cannot. So I do a clubhouse and I only do it for 60 minutes and that's it twice a week. And that's it. I don't think you should hold someone for hours and hours on clubhouse. It's just, I think it's personal. I think it's rude. (laughs) And you know, when I first started doing Clubhouse, the idea was to grow a following in an easier way because when you are an, um, what do you call them? A moderator. When you are a co-moderator in some of the Clubhouses, you have access to the other people's following and you can show show up as the expert that you are. So that's beneficial. But like you said, if the people who are moderating that group don't respect your time and you're on there for two hours, it's difficult to log off and be respected or you know and if you log off an hour later and you were one of the moderators right so (laughs) that is difficult and then also you have to spend time to grow your own because i have my own room yes um on clubhouse but i don't haven't done much because that requires you you have to go somewhere else to bring people in you know Mm -hmm. to get the people in so i really haven't done too much on clubhouse outside of the co-moderating that i did um in 2020 the end of 2021, right? It really started growing during the pandemic in 2020 is when it right. really started growing and people were more inside. Mm-hmm. Now they're outside and it's not necessarily, we, we're not as desperate for that human connection. So, I know a couple of women who have just like, they do tens of thousands of dollars worth of business on Clubhouse platform. I mean, and, but God love them. They are on there all, yeah, all the time. No, I, that, that's one of the things you want to be mindful of the time in marketing. There's so much that you can do. One of the main things that we do speakers magazine, because the best form of really marketing is word of mouth. And so mm-hmm. word of mouth only happens if you're showing up in person and people experience you in, live. And so speakers speak, they speak obviously as a keynote speaker, but they also speak as a subject matter expert at different events and things like that. And I always tell people, I said, try if you can to do real live interactions with people the next best would be video like what we're doing talking to people you know we're live on you'll see joseph and lanisha over there on linkedin and things like that that's like the second best um you know third the audio apps are fine you know sometimes i hear people reading on audio apps it's like "Mm, that doesn't sound like it's really 
true conversation. <laughs> it's like you're reading your you're reading your stuff. And so then I would just cut that off. And I was like, oh, because we can't see you. So you're going to read. But I like this because it's just natural. It's not right. edited or any of that kind of thing. It's just like really what it is. So if people were, and you have your books too. So if people were to um, create a signature program, which is what you're doing, does your podcast lead people to your signature program? Yes. If you go to any of my podcasts, um, there at the bottom in the show notes, I always have always have links to some of the programs, some of the other content that you can follow. Now, my um, uh, startup to level up program, which is the one that I just finished uh, beta testing, and I'm about to do a soft launch of it soon. So excited! Oh, I, I like actually the have startup to level up. I like that. Yes, because. You know what, people, and I've learned, I have these five stages of Boston that I talk about. Um, one, think up, start up, uh, stay up, level up, and up level. Those are my five stages of uh, entrepreneurship. And one of the things that I realized when I was struggling in my business and trying to figure out why I wasn't getting what I wanted to get out of it was because I was I was communicating or trying to promote to the wrong people. I was trying uh-huh. to talk to the people in the startup phase and in the stay up or in the think up and the startup phases. And they weren't ready mindset wise to really understand the value of creating a solid foundation. Mostly when you're thinking it up or you're starting it up, you're like, I got to make my money back. I want to mm-hmm. sell my first thing. I want to, you know, I need to get in front of as many people as possible. So the mindset isn't there to really start to connect themselves to their business yet. Mm, So the startup to level up element is really about those who have um, are really ready to transition from traditional marketing and they're Mm. ready to get into the digital space and, and create a more authentic and organic approach to the way they, um, they reach people. That doesn't mean it does. It doesn't mean you're not doing ads. You can pay for ads, but like I said previously, you're really wasting your money if you haven't tapped into the audience organically first and really mm-hmm. found out what they want and how they are operating and how you need to communicate best with them. Otherwise, if you pay for it, you're not you don't know if you're really in front of the right audience because you haven't tested that content. You haven't really proven yourself to that ideal customer. True. So the startup yeah. to level up is to teach you how to build that solid foundation, how to set you up with systems and processes that really reflect what you need to do and be your best. So that when that rush of people comes in that you're going to now attract, you have the bandwidth to handle right. that yeah, and then create the marketing strategies that will attract them. Yeah, that's one of the things that um, people really struggle with is clarity. So getting the clarity and and really feeling brave and courageous enough to be authentic. And and really when they're when I say really authentic and courageous enough, like saying, OK, this is who I'm talking to. I'm going, I'm not talking to these people. I'm talking to this people. And, you know, cause the thing of it is people want to say, well, I don't want to, I don't want to not, uh, you know, talk I to everybody. Everybody, you know, I, you know, and it's like, no, you have a specific target audience. Trust me. Specialists make more than a journalist. So it's okay to be in a niche, to be in a niche and to really focus on that niche and to speak that language to that niche over and over and over again it's like yeah, how listen you don't want to be friends, friends with everybody you don't want everybody to be your friend you don't there are people you don't like there are people that don't like you so you definitely don't want to try to be friends with everybody in the world if yes. you look at defining your niche in that way then it makes it a lot easier to to comprehend and get in the right mindset because you want to be in connection with people who 
have similar things as you, whether it's a problem that you solve for yourself or you know you've solved for others. You want people with that same thing, you know. And so if it's going to be um, ambitious entrepreneurs who are female, who are trying to go from traditional to digital marketing, i.e. mine, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> then mm-hmm. you want to say that specifically. And you want to say doesn't mean you're not going to capture other people. It just means that you're being very specific with who you want to capture. And I'll say this, I'll say this too, before you cut me off, before you tell me I got to stop talking. But um, when you look at creating an avatar for your audience, that ideal audience, um, if you give that person a personality, if you give them characteristics and you've set up all of their, um, their, their characteristics, you can go to that one avatar and you can ask that avatar, is this, would you like this? Is this something that I could do for you and you would be attracted to it? Because that avatar is representing your entire niche. And it just mm-hmm. makes it easier to connect with them, one person versus trying to reach, determine who all. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact, and I just want to say thank you again for writing for Speakers Magazine. You wrote an article, I want to say, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, when yeah. you stand up, it's best to stand out. Yeah. And uh, the, the link is below, so you can read it. But really, you talk about like really three points, you know, let your epiphany guide you, mm-hmm. um, let your personality lead to profit. And then the third thing you says, legacy, let your legacy lead you to loyalty. So I really like the alliteration that you have. You know, we <laughs> talked about that before, how we like alliterate, alliteration. Yes. And I remember this part of like the branding mindset, right? Yes, it's just like, yes. This is what we do. Uh, so that's really available for you all to read in Speakers Magazine. And then again, um, her information is there. Uh, she's, you know, talks about all things marketing on her website. So make sure you listen to her podcast, which is the CEO Mindset Podcast. Because and subscribe more- to my YouTube channel. I'm trying to grow. My goal is to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And it's Andrea Patrick Official. Just go check it out. Okay. All right. How many do you have right now? I think it's 210. So I need a large, a large number. Yeah, we're going to make sure that we do that. Because one of my goals, and I don't know why this was a goal, Andre. So then we're going to leave. I don't know. I want to have a thousand people on TikTok. Now, I'm not a big dancer, but in my mind, I think I am. So I see you I, get your groove on. I, I, TikTok I, I, was like, I, I started out with the Savage Challenge. I said, oh, Lord, that's why that got to be the first one that I do. Right? So I'm trying to do the Savage. You know? I was like, okay. And I'm at about 970. So I'm trying to get oh, like Oh, gosh. I think I'm following you. So I need to go make sure. But I think I am. <laughs> Because I see you, I come, I see you come through. I'm like, look at Pam. Look at oh my Pam. God. And see, that is so just so that you know, get out there, get known. If I have to try all the things, so me and Andrew, we're in marketing, so we try all the things, but yeah. I will not recommend that that's not where my business is coming from. If someone <laughs> says, Yeah, I'd like to do some PR, I saw you on TikTok. This is probably not gonna be my <laughs> But if they saw me on LinkedIn or if they saw me, you know, on my blog or what, that's a little bit better. But TikTok is definitely just craziness. Just it's it's the zaniness of Pam, like whatever she wants to do. Well, we need to get Uh, that side of her too, because that makes you realistic to other people. So yeah. Yeah. Me and the dog. Me and the dog are on it. You know, because I was thinking, I said, should I give the dog an actual TikTok? I said, he needs to earn his keep over here. But I just love talking to you because you are just so smart. And um, like you you. said, one of the things that you're talking about evolving and that sort of thing. So you're in Dallas, correct? I am. I am a suburb of Dallas. Yes. 
So I think I may pop in on you or we got to have coffee. I'm going to be there soon at, podcast, at podcast Movement. Do and not so, play with my emotions. You better yes, let me know. Yes. So, so Podcast Movement, I think, is the end of August or that, that sort of thing. So those listen to it after that. It's like, oh, I missed it. Um, but it's one of those those big podcast conferences. So I definitely want to... Um, you know, meet up with you there. Absolutely. Maybe we can there. arrive together or some yes. kind of video together. We'll put up a tripod and then we'll maybe. Yes. We'll I've got all the equipment. So don't even worry about it. I got <laughs> all the lights and balance. stands and. Yes, that would be good. That would be good. Awesome. I, I, I love it. Well, even though going to Dallas in August is like, really? So I will have braids by then. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's a hundred. I think it's going to be a hundred and five oh, today. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Kadena Tate is in Dallas. So she told me it's like over a hundred degrees. I said, okay, when I come to Dallas, I will have braids. I am not going to be trying to play around with this yeah, hair. I'll, yeah. I wouldn't try to play around with the hair out here. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not those things, but I definitely, definitely want to see you because it's one of the favorite people. You're so consistent very clear Thank obviously you. authentic that's the thing that that is about you and um you know we just have basically we want to serve people we want them to level yes. up it's so that's one of to the have main an attitude things. of serving versus selling i think that's really important for yeah. authenticity mm -hmm. yeah Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I want people to go to andreapatrick.com, sign up for a boss hog, follow her on, on YouTube, make sure you sign up for her YouTube channel. And when you do sign up, you know, share it. There's a quick way to share her videos. You know, there's a share buttons there. So make sure that you're doing that as well. Um, that's always cool. That's how people obviously get more followers and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's good content. It's not like we're just asking you to just, it's good content. She spends a lot of time. She is a, uh, an artist, right? She's an artist. She's a creative. Person. I am a creative. <laughs> She's a creative. So they're always good. Always thank good. You. So, thank you. Don't forget to comment. Tell people. Talk about. Let's talk. Tell me if you want to see like something to. else. If you want to, you know, if you need more, if you want me to talk about one thing on the. Let me know. I'll talk about it. Yes, yes. And then your boss coffee, your boss talk, coffee conversations are every morning, every mon Monday through Friday, from between eight a.m. and eight thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. I'll pop on. Just follow me on AF Patrick, and I'll usually pop up in my stories. I'm go live in five, or I'll go live in fifteen, and so let people know to go ahead and get ready. And then I just pop on, and we talk about whatever. Yeah, yeah and that's really good. That's really good to because the things that we just talked about, like the Pinterest or the different types of things, those are just really good. That I call social media is is good to talk about socially because it's always changing. And right. someone said, someone will say, did you know that such and such, or did you know that shorts are doing this or yeah, it's just so much. And so you can't live in a bubble because this stuff is always changing. It's so, yeah, changing. Yeah. Someone says, yeah, I tried Twitter spaces, but I don't understand it. Or I tried clubhouse and you know, whatever it just is. You have to be social with it. And so you yeah. can go to, to your, your chats in the morning and then go over onto your website and for, for, yes, um, we can talk. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that's one of the things with ready set go is this private form. It's not a Facebook group. So it's just a group of people that really want to know how to get ready, set, go to go out speaking on stages or in media places. That's mm -hmm. one of the main things I don't recommend if you have um, premium content to put it in free places. Right. Oh, yeah. It's good <laughs> to give them. You can give them the what. You can give them the why for free, but the how it's is gotta have to have to pay. Yeah, in the community, and also too, because I've had people that just almost lost their mind because they put all their content for their membership program on Facebook, and Facebook shut them down, or they got hacked. 
And so then they lost all of that. And so what yeah. do you do? You have to refund everybody or you yeah. got to figure out a way. So I was just That's why it's so important to have some sort of an email marketing platform because you capture yes. all those names and email addresses so that if that were to happen, you can just email everybody and say, child, they shut down my Facebook. So I'm going to be over here on my website. Come join me yes. over there. That is so true. That email is, so, is not dead. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it is not dead. And that happened not too long ago with uh, Les Brown. I think his YouTube channel got um, hijacked or something. Oh, wow. And he had to send an email out to everyone and say, hey, you know, resubscribe. You know, YouTube's not answering me or whatever. And I think now he's like at 30,000 people. Oh, wow. Know? Okay, guys. If he can do that that fast, then <laughs> I feel like I should be able to get... The yes, other 800 people that I'm looking for. <laughs> you will, you will. We're going to make sure that that happens. Well, thank you, Andrea Patrick. Thank you so much for joining us today thank on you. Get Out There, Get Known. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and rate it as well. Give us a five star. Don't be like a like I'm a critic. Right. Yeah, just give it a five star and just keep it moving. Okay, it'll be good karma coming back to you. Absolutely. So with that, thank Absolutely. you all so, and I will see you soon next month. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, Pam. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.